Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's queer It's movie night Hi Welcome to Queer movie night Oh I did it in a weird way <laughs> No I loved it I loved it <laughs> My name's Peyton And I'm Deb <laughs> <laughs> and you know this is queer movie night so and this is queer movie night we said before <laughs> <laughs> uh we're we're this is our second one that we're recording today so we're not fresh we're we're go, we're still going from the one before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is still the morning it's not even noon it's not noon yet it's yeah. not noon yet it's not it, noon it yet before we're done here uh, that's a good catchphrase. It's yeah. not it, it rolls not right off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we're coming to you from not noon. <laughs> um, and this film that we're covering today is from uh, 2020. Um, and Deb picked it for us. It's called Summerland. And what... Um, Deb, tell us uh, how you found this movie when you first saw it and what, what your experiences was, why, why you wanted to do it today. Um, it was recommended to me. Uh, I saw I, somebody sent me like a TikTok breaking it down on why it was really good. And then once again, friend of the pod, Amber, Amber Taylor sent oh, it to me. Love her. And uh, honestly, half, what was that? I said we got to have her on. Oh, I know. I know. You know what? Amber, this is your official ask, because I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, half of my recommendations these days are from her. Yeah. So you're a great friend. I love you. Um, and it was so good. Kayla and I sat down to watch it, and we were like, you know, lesbian movie. You never know. Mm-hmm. We all still, still, even now in 2022, <laughs> with movies like Power of the Dog and Ammonite being made. Yeah. <laughs> still not sure. But it was so good. I thought it was so charming. I loved the story. I loved the twist. Mm-hmm. It was like a genuinely feel-good lesbian movie that was yeah. really well acted and I thought pretty well written too. Like I thought the story was pretty captivating and I was just really impressed with how well it was made. Um, yeah, I loved it. You loved it? Yeah, I loved good. it. Good, good, good. I mean, good. I already told you that the twist gagged, truly gagged me. I was so surprised. <laughs> I know. I did not. I'm like, maybe like we said last episode, maybe a smarter film goer would have seen it coming, but I did not. I did not see it coming. <laughs> Neither. We, was this the twist? Was this the twist when you, when you said who, who would have thunk or like, what did you say? Or what are the like, odds? You know what? what? Are the, odds? the timing would make sense. Cause I, I first watched this movie about a month and a half ago. And yeah. that would make sense for the timing. <laughs> I did say, what are the odds to this? I, I felt that way when it happened. I was like, that's crazy. I mean, and then it is revealed that it is like sh- it was a, someone actually made it happen. It was a choice, but I did. I thought it was a coincidence at first, and I was like, "How in the <laughs> world did that happen? That she would end up with this kid?" Um, 
<laughs> so um, uh, we'll get right into it. Um, the movie opens with uh, Matthew's mom from uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, oh, she in Downton Abbey? Yeah. Uh, I know her name? from um, Vita in Virginia, which is another. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, Wilton. Yeah. Never done, but have been intending to do. And um, uh, ba, ba, ba. isn't she in. What is she? She's probably in like Exotic Marigold Hotel or something like that. So she's in the Kingsman movies, which I don't give a fuck about. Oh, I loved the first one. Really? I seen, yeah, but I don't. I don't think she was in the first one. Hmm. I did. Well, anyway, I think she's the so- Taryn Egerton vehicle. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, she was in the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Oh, was she really? Uh huh. Good for you. Um. Yeah, so it opens with her, and she is um, seemingly a cranky old lady who hates kids and she's trying to write something in her house. Um, and that takes place, like, in the present time. And then the movie quickly uh, cuts back to the 1940s, which is when um, the main story takes place. And the premise of this film is exactly the premise for... Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Have you seen Bedknobs oh, really? and Broomsticks? No. Yeah. So Bedknobs and Broomsticks is a Disney movie um, with Angela Lansbury. Um, Kayla loves this movie. And I'm going to point this out to her afterwards. In who, Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I, I definitely recommend watching it. But the premise of Bedknobs and Broomsticks is that uh, Angela Lansbury uh, lives alone and it takes place during World War II. And... Um, she is, uh, you know, requested by the state to, or by her town or whatever, to house uh, uh, refugee children who, who, whose parents are somehow, um, you know, detained by, by the war effort, um, which is exactly what happens to the main character in this movie, Alice, except in uh, Bedknobs and Roomsticks, uh, Angela Lansbury is a witch, uh, which is funny because they call, uh, Alice in this movie, a witch. They do um, a lot. Yeah, I had never seen um, Gemma Arterton before, um, mm-hmm. but she was really great. Um, I think she's so great. Yeah, she's apparently a Bond girl, which I've never seen any of the. She was in um, Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I've never seen any of the James Bond movies. To be frank, um, I just watched the well, the first one of the Daniel Craig. The casino, casino Casino Royale. Royale. And I was like, oh, you know what? I love movies and I love like good action. Like I'm a Mm -hmm. sucker for good action. Yeah. I still was just like, I don't think James Bond is going to happen for me. Yeah. I don't know. And I think I did see one of the Pierce Brosnan ones, but it's been a while. I loved playing 007 on my N64 when I was little. Oh yeah. Did you have, um, uh, what is that one called? Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> Goldeneye. Um, yeah, but I never got into the movies. But you know, Bond girls, high accolade. Absolutely. I mean, you're super hot. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she she is a very uh, good looking um, woman. They kind of like. She's um, a good looking woman. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of dress her. They kind of dress her down in this movie because she's not like a character who cares about her appearance. Or... Oh, I'm a sucker for it though. It's very oh, absolutely very reclusive. Very um cottagecore lesbian. Yes, um, yes, yes. Cottagecore aesthetic. <laughs> absolutely i'm for it i'm for it um (laughs) yeah and she's just like delightfully cranky and hates children Mm -hmm. um so she's tasked with uh looking after this it's also it's also kind of the not exactly like bed knobs and broomsticks but it's similar to a big daddy where she's tasked to look after (laughs) a child that she doesn't want to look after um who's named Frank and is just a very uh, adorable kid. I think he kind of looks like Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> when she, like in the first, in the first season of stranger things. He totally does. <laughs> you know, the curly hair. Yeah. I, it's, <laughs> it really takes a special kid actor for me to like, like a kid in a movie. Cause when I yeah. first heard, like read the synopsis, I was like, Oh, why do I have to watch a lesbian love story with a kid thrown in? Like, you <laughs> to see a kid in there. But yeah. he's so cute. He's, yeah, and he's, he is really a, he's a good actor. So important to the plot in a way yeah. where I was like, now this is how, this is how you write a lesbian love story. <laughs> this is the absolute right way to do it. The best Absolutely. way it's been done. <laughs> um, so, so at first she's like, I want to get rid of him. She, and they're like, you, you only have to take care of him for a week. Um, so she starts taking care of him and he learns sort of what she does. She's writing this book and um, he learns like through, uh, through her work that she is, uh, researches mythology and folklore and basically has this, um, you know, mantra of like, it had to come from somewhere sort of thing. So, so she doesn't necessarily believe in, in these myths and these creatures, but she, she believes there's some sort of, you know, real life counterpart or, or some some sort of uh, source to where they come from, um, and they start to get along. The, this whole time, um, we're getting flashbacks of this friendship and and then subsequent subsequent relationship with this character Vera, uh, played by Gugu Mbata Raw. Um, who we really stand? Good. Who we love? Yeah. Oh, we love her. She's such a good actress. She's so good. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, why am I blanking on it? A classic lesbian hour of television. My God! Oh, she was on a le- she was a lesbian on something else. Oh, she was the. Uh, oh, it's um. I'm I fail. I'm failing. Gays everywhere who are listening. I know her right from now. San Junipero. Know- San Junipero. Oh yes, yes, yes. She was in San Junipero. Yes. Oh, yes. So good. So good. And I know the morning show is a very polarizing show. I love the morning show. Yeah. I kind of love it. I know yeah. people love to hate it on Twitter, and yeah. I get it. There yeah. was some really murky stuff yeah. with handling Steve Carell's character. I get it. Yeah. But is it a good time for the most part? Yeah. Yes. And, and she, she gave an amazing performance in that show. He's so good yeah. in it. Yeah. 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 I think, I think I, the, the biggest thing about that show that resonates for me and like the thing that'll, that 
that'll stick with me as her her performance and her character on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get this uh, flashback to sort of their relationship, sort of in a snapshots type of style of, um, you know. <laughs> I smile because apparently snapshots snapshots was a controversial film for queer movie night to do (laughs) too much but people weren't happy with us with that one yeah um sort of in that style we we get the this um you know uh idea of a, a of a queer relationship that happened in the past um Jumping forward in the plot, uh, she and Frank are getting close, and then it, uh, we find out that Frank's father has been killed in the war, and she doesn't want to tell him because she, they, she is so close with him. She doesn't know how to tell him, um, and his friend, uh, what is the little girl's name? Um, Edie, I think. Um, she finds out, and she. A little bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she uh, dislikes Alice for some reason or other, um, and and tells I think it's Frank- because her her like grandma and all the all the townspeople hate. Uh, yeah, people hate people Alice. don't like Alice. Yeah, they're and like she's a in, witch. In their defense, in an early scene in the film, there's a mother who can't buy her daughter a chocolate bar because <laughs> oh, of her. And Alice buys the chocolate bar, making it seem like she's going to buy it for the little girl, and then she takes it for herself. <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> the townspeople hate, but like I that scene. That scene made me yeah. laugh out loud. It's a very funny scene, but it is like objectively a very evil and mean thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, but this like hatred of her of, of like that like trickles down to Edie, this little girl, just like, oh. Right, yeah, yeah. It makes her insufferable. Yeah. She's yeah, like I, a briny. Any atonement people? Yeah. On a on a lower scale, like on a Yeah, yeah, I thought scale. about, yeah. I haven't seen atonement, but I, I, th- I thought about that parallel for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, right, and um, so, Right, right. I just say atonement. I stare off into the distance and Peyton goes, right. <laughs> you're so sweet to me. Uh, you're so sweet to me. Um, <laughs> so while Frank is finding out that his father died at school, um, it just happens Alice is like going through or like cleaning up and tidying up and like going through his things. And she finds out, Gagachandra, that his mother is the woman that she was in love with in all of her flashbacks. And what that is the twist are that tagged me? Odds. What are the odds? <laughs> 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 um, and she, she actually does, I don't know who those people are that she runs. Like, are they just other people who were taking kids in? Or are they the family that he's supposed to go to? I don't know who they are, but she like asked them like, how did you know you were chosen? Like who, what, whatever. And they're like, Oh, you're not chosen. You volunteer to do it. So then we sort of find out through context clues that Frank's mother um, had to have chosen her as the person to look after him because it wasn't random. 
Yeah, Vera. Mm -hmm. um, so then um, when Frank finds out his father's died, he runs away uh, back to London to sort of find out like where his mother is. And then they're not sure if she's alive or not because the house she was staying in has been destroyed. Um, and so then Alice finally convinces him to come back. Um, and then uh, there's this sort of like mythical type of like fairy, the true story type of like thing going on where um, the, the name of this film comes from this idea of Summerland, which is kind of um, a, a, a version, the pagan version of heaven where people uh, go when they die. Um, and they talk about like, you know, you see it in the disruption of the pattern of clouds, like that, that's how you know, like someone's soul is, is somewhere or something of that idea. So there's this scene where Frank is saying that he, he, his, he knew his father had passed away because he saw his father in Summerland and he sees like a castle in the clouds. Um, and then um, finally, um, we see Alice and uh, Vera reunite because the mother comes to see them and, and thank Alice for protecting uh, Frank. And then um, she, she confesses to uh, choosing Alice to, to watch Frank because she, if anything happened to her, she would want Alice to look after her son. Um, and then the film jumps back into the present time. We see that Alice is actually writing their, their love story and the story of what happened that summer. And we see that Alice and Vera are finally together, which they never <clears throat> thought they would be able to do. And, um, and, and then we see Frank and we see like <clears throat> sort of Rose Titanic style through pictures, see like that they grew up all together and, and, and had got to have this family. And it's just tied up really nicely. Um, it's, just, it's a happy ending. It's, just, it's a happy ending. They spent their lives together. I know. Yeah. It's such a... Sweet... I thought one of them was going to be dead. And Absolutely. they were Absolutely. It was so... Uh, just so feel good. I just... Uh, I love it. Same thing. <laughs> Nobody can see me, but I'm moving my body. <laughs> Deb had to take her glasses off so she could really grew. And everybody gasped at the bags under my eyes, I'm sure. <laughs> gasped at the beauty because she took her glasses off and she's yeah. suddenly she's a gorgeous, gorgeous. woman. <laughs> off my beanie and my glasses. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved, the only thing that bothered me about the, the logistical thing is that I don't think the older actresses looked anything like the younger actresses. Yeah, that, no, not at all. I was the... like, <laughs> no one. There's no one else. They give older that Alice that like head wrap thing to like make her look, and she just looks ridiculous. No, neither of them look anything like. Um, neither of them look anything like the younger actresses no. for sure. But it's so good, and you want to know what I love about this movie too? Is yes, like. Like I said about the kid thing, like he's actually a sweet kid and he's pretty charming and he's like yeah. you know, not annoying. Like most kid actors I think are absolutely insufferable. Um, mm -hmm. But he, the like the, the part about, or that scene when um, 
He's like, have you ever been in love to Alice? Yeah, or whatever. I love, that's one of my favorite scenes. And she like trusts him enough to reveal that like she was in love with a woman, doesn't know. He's, she's talking yeah. about his mom. Yeah. It doesn't happen yet. Neither and, of them know. Neither of them know in that oh. scene. Um, and she basically reveals that she was in love once, but with a woman. And she was like, do you think that odd or whatever, how she words yeah. it? And he doesn't at all. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't even, um, I don't think she even, he says like who, he finds out that she was in love with someone and then um, he tries to play like a record that Vera gave her. And then she says, that was a gift from, from Mm -hmm. a girl that I knew. And and he was like, is that the person that you were in love with? And she's like, sort of like shocked at like his openness and like his willingness to like believe that. And, um, and it is a really moving sequence where she's like, she's like, would you, would you think that was strange? Like if it was, and it is a really, I really love that. Then her reaction when he's like, nope. And then it makes her cry of like, wow, I can't believe you're reacting like this. It's just so beautiful. And I love that. Like it, that there was no part of this story where the kid was ever going to be a problem. Yeah. Or where the kid was ever going to be a problem. It was going to be like, a hindrance in the way of their of them being together. So of the, yeah. Like yeah. he's immediately on board. He even at one point, like, because you think like, I mean, I thought it would be like, fuck you. You're not my dad. But he, yeah. he's like, he's so aware of the problems that his parents had before his dad died. And like, mm-hmm. even told her like, my parents didn't really seem to love each other that much. Like, yeah. basically. Um, yeah. He's just so mature about it. And I, maybe it's other queer movies. I don't know. Have you ever seen Tell It to the Bees? I don't mm-hmm. know if, with Anna Paquin. Um, no, it's a lesbian movie, and I've, I've never wanted to do it because I just didn't enjoy it that much. Um, it was like a pretty mm-hmm. good movie, but I'm pretty sure there's yeah. like the kid of one of the yeah. moms like saw them and like I don't know. Yeah, it's just not my favorite thing. We were just talking about that with the last movie with Power of the Dog. Yeah. In or wait, no, that was wait. Were we talking about Atonement in this episode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. That was about five Probably like 10 ago. minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the, it's like the briny effect of a kid. Well, Edie was that though. But yeah. what I loved was that Edie wasn't the actual, wasn't the kid though. Wasn't their yeah. kid. Like Edie was yeah. a little, was a little cunt. Sorry. To yeah. use the word. <laughs> Sorry. I really did that very casually. Um <laughs> but she sucks and she like reveals to him that like alice knew that her dad that his dad was dead and blah 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 and she's Mm -hmm. like i'm freaked out by the town lesbian i just hate that she doesn't in her any defense she doesn't know she's a lesbian i know but i know she's a lesbian (laughs) so i'm calling her the town lesbian (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that's just like a trope i hate and i get it it's a a, i agree it's, a, it's just like a common one where a kid sees something and a kid is like, yeah. oh, I got to tell somebody my life is ruined. I yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> I'm talking about something so niche. Like, <laughs> I love it. It, it seems like it's in a bunch of stuff. It's really maybe yeah. not in a bunch. But I did love that, that he was so sweet and so supportive and it was never an mm-hmm. issue. Yeah even, when, yeah. even when it was revealed at the end and she shows up and like Vera shows up and they're like, okay, I guess we're going to be together and we love each other. <laughs> together, yeah. It's never a thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you love my mom. 
you love my mom and you love my mom. Okay. We're family now. My dad's dead. Yeah. Bye dad. <laughs> he does have a grieving process for his father. And, and he everything. does. Yeah. I'm making it sound like he doesn't, but I think because we, I'm like stuck on the end of the movie right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. thinking about the meat. Yeah. Yeah. And the metal. Um, yeah. I will say I could have, I wish there was, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm of two minds of it. I'm, I'm of two minds because I do think that the crux of this movie is about Alice's relationship with Frank and, and her opening up her heart to like, you know, motherhood and sort of like um, seeing herself in a way that she didn't see herself before. Um, and so I do appreciate that this film isn't just like an out and out romance, but I do wish that we had more uh, scenes and more, um, uh, you know, content of Alice and Vera together besides yeah. those few brief flashbacks. Totally. I agree. Yeah. I wish there were, there were more. Um, and it is sad. Like the way they, the reason they broke up the way they break up too. And obviously Mm -hmm. like the breakup is what, and Alice is so sweet before Mm -hmm. the breakup. Yeah. It it, like turns her into a shitty person for like a large, Yeah, you see how it affects her. Yeah. Um, and in sort of, sort of, it's sort of a companion piece to, I think power of the dog in that way. And is that, is that, you know, her circumstances and the the time that they live in um, has has sort of, um, you know, warped her perception of the world and 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 how she can live in it. Um, like seeing that she couldn't be with Vera at that time uh, made her just like reclusive and not want to interact with with other people in the world and other, other things. Yeah. And uh, speaking of snapshots, that yeah. is a similar reason why the women, it is absolutely. The yeah. The, yeah. The women break up is because Vera wants to have, Vera kids. wants to have a family. Yeah. It's just yeah. like the saddest reason in movies, especially in period pieces or just like anything that was made that was like, right. In the last like 40 to 50 years. Yeah. Like the reason that a, a couple would break up, would be literally because of the logistics of having a family. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the most heartbreaking reason besides like, I think like that and people who break up because of like being in like geographically different places or like the status reasons to, for, for people to break up. Cause it's not an issue of love, you know? Yeah. And it's just so heartbreaking. Like how many women and how many men probably like gay couples, Mm -hmm didn't make it or, or broke up with each other just because they wanted a family. So they settled down in a, in a life with a partner that, you know, they right. don't fully love or is like not mm-hmm. the love of their life just to have kids. Right. I'm just, that makes me grateful that I live in a time like now. I mean, obviously all mm-hmm. the reasons, all the reasons are, it's all better to, to be queer living in today's day and age. Right. Right. That's a big one. Yeah. And it's so it's it's it harms more than just the two people that are in the relationship. Like it, right. it's it harms the the children and it harms the their their heterosexual partner. Um, That's what we call them. Yes, their yeah. heterosexual partner. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it harms them too. No. <laughs> 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 No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just, I'm just being bad. I'm 
just mean that. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's another reason, like, sort of why this film, like, has to take place when it does, because it's got to, you know, if it took place in a later time, they might have been like, oh, we can maybe adopt or. Yeah. You know, something like that, even though I feel like as recently as like the 80s and things like that, people still felt like if they wanted to have a family, they had to get married. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like even just until like the last 15 yeah. years, is it like, yeah. are, are like gay couples finally stop get like. I mean, I think it's still difficult for gay couples. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think it's still even difficult for gay couples to adopt and and things like that. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's still relevant. Well, Um, uh, we were just looking, Kayla's been, because we've been talking about kids mm -hmm. and how we want to go about having kids and when we want to have kids. And adoption is a big thing, but even we were, Kayla was doing research and like most countries outside of the U.S. still don't even allow same-sex adoption. I'm like, that's so fucked. There's so many kids yeah. out there who need families. Like they need homes. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, Kayla's Peruvian. So we've like always like considered possible, possibly adopting from Peru and like they don't mm-hmm. allow same sex adoption. Just like, it's fucked. that's crazy. Sorry to get sad. I'll figure no. it out. We'll figure it out. I've been trying so much the old-fashioned way. It doesn't seem to be taking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you on SNL? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just auditioned twice and failed. <laughs> uh, can, you, um, can you show us your showcase right now? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just did like a song for my first when I made it to the SNL showcase the first time a couple years ago. Uh-huh. I just like played a song from it, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. this is triggering!" It like really took me back to it to the most oh, no. three months of my life. <laughs> oh. Nikki said that Nikki said if I were Lauren Michaels, I'd cast you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You and my wife have said that. <laughs> he he looked at. I mean, he had to sit through me singing a song about having my dicky sucked. He watched it, and that was the song I played for somebody recently. And I was like, <laughs> it's so sad and stupid that a song, a country song I wrote about having my dicky sucked is, like, <laughs> triggering for me. <laughs> Not, like, actually triggering, just like, oh. Yeah. It was just such a stressful time. Like, anyway. I said this to Lord Michaels. <laughs> Lauren didn't like it, okay? He didn't fly me out to New York. <laughs> he said, this is it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know. Yeah. Sorry for the little tangent. It's just. No, I loved it. I love it. Now that we've hit it. 30. Yeah, Lauren can suck it. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Any other thoughts on this film? Um, um, um I really liked it. And also another another movie that I thought was really pretty to the eye. I loved the cinematography. I loved yeah, where they were. Yeah, it was I a really pretty movie. The water. Um, and just like how the rolling greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know was, you love a period lesbian piece, so that was I do. I yeah. wish there were more more of the actual more lesbian lesbians. Content, yeah. 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 
Yeah. That, I think that this film doesn't have a sex scene in it. So I was like, I know. I you thought Deb was sad. But I kind of yeah. like it. Is, I kind of like that this is a movie that like you could watch with your family, like you could watch with your kids. Like this is like a kid friendly, like yeah. a family friendly movie. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is like, sure. I was, I mean like mm-hmm. while watching and I was like, Oh, there's no sex scene, you know, but yeah. also I don't, I think it's the type of movie where it's like, it doesn't need one. I mean, this was yeah. like a genuine family friendly mm-hmm. lesbian film. Yeah. That's just. Which is huge we, in its own right. The only other movie that I think would be, remotely close as imagine me and you and even imagine me and you is still pretty adult i mean it's like a full-blown adult rom-com um yeah you're right this would yeah that's a good point well you know what it didn't super bother me that there wasn't a sex scene so that must be why there you go i mean if there was one and they were like there's one it was a deleted scene you want to see a copy i'd be like yeah (laughs) you want to see i'm not crazy it's like a man on the street with like a trench coat. Like, uh, no, Summerland had a deleted sex scene. You want to see it? Yeah. And I'd say, <laughs> I'd like to see that. I would like, I would I'd like, like to see it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just two be- two gorgeous women on the screen together. We love to see it. We love to. Are you kidding me? I love it so much. <laughs> gorgeous girl, oh. gorgeous, gorgeous girls love gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when gorgeous, those gorgeous, 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 gorgeous girls, girls are gorgeous, gorgeous gays. <laughs> that was so hard to say. Whoa. It's like a tongue twister. Yeah. Warm up. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls love gorgeous, gorgeous gays. And those gorgeous, gorgeous gays are gorgeous, gorgeous girls. <laughs> I love it. All yeah. of that. Sounded like I had marbles in my mouth, <laughs> or peanut butter, or peanut bu- peanut butter. Yeah, I think Charlie Puth sounds like he always has peanut butter on the roof of his mouth. The singer, I call him Charlie yeah. Peanut Butter Mouth Puth. <laughs> Do you think that that's what he's like when he's talking or when he's singing? When he's singing, he kind of has a thing where it's like kind of it just sounds oh. like there's something on his. I've I've said this to so many people and no one has ever once agreed with me. So I know it's just amazing. So there's no point in delving. Well, I've never. I don't think I've heard a Charlie Puth song. I know he has a huge gay he following. He does the one. Um. Um. He does the Fast and the Furious song. Oh, um, that's, that explains it. I didn't uh, see a Fast and the Furious. No, it's a radio hit. Well, he also does the song. I'm only one call away. I'll be there to save the day. Superman. Oh, that sounds vaguely Oh, and me. see you again. It's been a long time without you, my friend. But I see all the bad when I see you again. Remember? Oh, and like okay. um, Vin Diesel or like recorded it like for Paul uh, Walker after he died and oh, like did a cover of it. I am. I cannot believe I'm giving this much time of our queer podcast. Fucking <laughs> booth. I'm Wait, is stop. he not gay? Well, there's there's um there's like is rumors. He, there's oh, rumors. Well, he's not out. So, he's not out, but there is there is like a big a big fandom for him. Like believe yeah. believe that he's queer. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I just brought him up. Uh, just from you, just from you singing the song, it's giving it's his music. It's giving me um Ed Sheeran vibes. 
Yeah. <laughs> and now Ed Sheeran comes up. We got to get out of here. Yeah, we got we to get out of here. I want. This is not the multiverse I want to be a part of. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Have you seen, um, this is totally random and not related to anything at all. I love the start um, of the question, though. But have you seen um, Passing yet? Is that yes. Queer at, is that queer at all? It's, I feel like it should be. Subtextually, okay, I think. Okay. I think I need to it's watch not it. explicit, but there's, there's yeah. subtext and there's an, there's, a, there's an energy and attention. Okay. Um, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the acting is so good. Ruth Nega and Tessa Thompson are incredible in it. And mm-hmm. I feel very passionate, passionately about like all of the actresses who are nominated for best lead and best supporting, but mostly best like yeah. leading actress uh, at the Oscars this year. No disrespect because we all love Nicole. Who doesn't love Nicole Kidman? We all stand yeah. Nicole, but she should yeah. not be nominated for being the Ricardos. I'm sorry. It was not yeah. very good. She was fine. She did her job. She just wasn't yeah. the right person for it. And that should not be her spot. It should be Ruth Nega or Tessa yeah. Thompson. And Tessa Thompson should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And yeah. Rebecca Hall directed it. Rebecca Hall, who we love, star of Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. Oh, I did not know Love that. Rebecca Hall so much. And she directed it. It was her directorial debut. And it's wow. gorgeous. It's so yeah. good. That movie got shafted so hard unnecessarily, and it pisses me off. Watch that later today. The fucking Ricardos. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, you hit a hot button there. No, I loved it. It was my fault. I I said it was totally unrelated. So. (laughs) Did you see it though? Have you seen it? I haven't. I think I'll watch it later today though. Now that we talked about it. Yeah. I'm. I mean, it's an. It's like. It's a drama. It's a drama. Yeah. So. You're not going to walk away being like, yeah. <laughs> but it is really good. Like, yeah, not like Summerland. Summerland's just so feel good. Yeah. I felt that yeah. way about watching uh, The Lost Daughter. I was like, you know what? This is great. So impressed. Ooh. It was Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial yeah. debut. Thought it was so good and the acting was so good. But wow, did I, would I just walked away being very scared about being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> but Olivia yeah. Coleman's so no good. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Dakota, gotta love And Dakota more. Johnson was good too. Yeah, you so you saw it? Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I did like it. Yeah, it did really scare me. Oh, Jesse Buckley, she was a surprise nomination, and I love it. She's yeah. so good in that movie. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna walk away today, and I'm gonna watch to catch up, or I have like an episode of Abbott Elementary, and I'm so excited. <sighs> I'm like, oh it's my gonna God. cleanse that show my so palate. It's so fucking good. I li- we look forward to new episodes. Like we're so excited. Me too. Abbott yeah. Elementary and Righteous Gemstones are like my two favorite shows on TV right now. Nice, very good. Fucking love them. We also just started. We need to finish, or we started Sex Lives of College Girls. The Mindy Kaling. Oh, I heard that's really fun. Yeah, we weren't like super interested at first. I was like, I want to watch a bunch of college kids have sex, which is kind of how I felt about Euphoria before yeah. I like <laughs> felt it. I was like, but it's high school kids. Um. But it's so good and it's so funny and we laugh out loud all the time. And it's queer. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Watching. Whoa. I'm going to come up for air. I don't think I've taken one fucking breath in like four <laughs> minutes since you asked me about passing. Um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about this movie that we came here to talk about? 
Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah, I just like appreciate it. I, I just, um, I really do like, we don't get, as much as you said, you, you are not the biggest fan of like throwing kids into like a lesbian movie. I, we don't get that a lot of, we don't get like a lesbian or even gay movies like um, with relationships about kids. Um, mm-hmm. We have like Patrick, we, we watched Patrick 1.5 at one point, but that um, that's like a teenager. So it was, it was interesting to see this, the, this relationship gr- growing between um, this woman and, and this young boy and, and to, and to get that really like genuine moment of between them of like, you know, that really rings true because like kids, kids are taught like, you know, who to dislike and who, who to hate and, and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that follows your point about Edie. Like she has this preconceived notion about Alice because of the way you know, everybody in the village talks about her or they, the kids are scared of her and think she's a witch. Um, but, you know, Frank actually getting to know her and taking the time to get to know her and learning this about her because he knows that she's inherently a good person and and he knows who who she really is. He doesn't have the the preconceived notion that like, women who love other women are bad or or that type of thing so it was really touching and I think really important in a movie like this that you can actually watch with with kids and like and your family that um that that this story be told because I I think I know some I saw some reviews like that this movie was just like sort of a pleasant movie but nothing special but I think it is really special in that like I can't think of another movie that I've seen that has that type of moment in it or has this this type of story that talks about you know there are other films that talk about queer parenthood mm-hmm. but not one like this that i've seen um you know you have like the kids are all right and um that that's just one off of the top of my head but that's a very different story about parenthood than, than this one is yeah i've never gone back and rewatched that since i saw it when it first came out and it yeah i didn't particularly like a bad it. taste in my mouth yeah <laughs> you know who loves that you know who loves that movie any person i've ever heard who loves that movie straight people yeah <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> i was like okay i'm gonna out her because we both <laughs> i'm gonna out her straight people but it was claire and i was like she's like oh have you ever seen the kids all right yeah and i was like um yeah i was like ugh. And she was like, I loved it. And I was really like, good. you would. <laughs> you think our, our listeners would like to hear your eyes? Yeah. yeah. It is a really good movie. Have, like, um, I get it. It's like really nice good, but thing. it's a well done um, movie, but does yeah. it doesn't mean I, think, I have to I, like I don't know. it. I think I'm ready to rate it. <laughs> it doesn't mean I have to like it, Claire. <laughs> um, so here at Queer Movie Night, we <laughs> use uh, two different rating scales. <laughs> One is just really a checklist. We use the Vita Russo test, which you, is a media metric um, used by film critics. To, oh, I was like, um, I saw him uh, take a sip, but he's representation in film. <laughs> um, uh, it follows three rules. One, that the uh, film include queer identifying characters, which what? this one does. Two, that the queer characters 
um, have personality traits other than being yeah. queer. Yeah. I would say that this one does. I, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Alice has a, is a very layered character. Um, we learn a lot about her before we learn that she's queer. Um, we don't see Vera as much, but, you know, in flashbacks, you do see, um, you know, personality traits other than being queer. Um, being queer isn't really a personality trait, but uh, moving on. <laughs> For me, honey, it is. Um, and third is that uh, removing the queer characters would change the plot significantly. Obviously, with this film, it would. Um, you know, Alice is the is the um, the anchor of this film, um, so I would say it passes the Vita Rosa test. And then um, our, our second homegrown uh, rating system is a between a zero and a six, and we usually pick a different, uh, you know. Um, r- different item for each film um I pick for this one <laughs> for me um, honey it is maybe planes because the kid's <laughs> trying to make a plane the whole time <laughs> out of zero to six planes i would i give this one a six i think i think it's a great film um for queer representation i i enjoyed it a lot I think it's got um, interesting queer characters um, and I don't find any of it to be harmful. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think it's an important film. It might be a small film and it might not be The Power of the Dog or, or yeah. Brokeback Mountain, but I think it's- I didn't I think, think it's about this ahead of time. Relevatory in its own way. And um, yeah, I think it's really good. Sure, mm. let's go with planes. <laughs> mm. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I was also going to give it a six. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's so. It is pleasant. It's a good word to use, but everything you said that I totally agree with. And it also feels respectful. It feels like it feels like it respects the story that it's telling. Thanks for listening, everybody. And also, it was directed by a woman, and I feel like that comes across. Uh, at queer movie night on instagram yeah Facebook, i just thought it was so Twitter. good and it, it just um like it was just a, a, a lovely story uh, and for some comments, reason when i watched the trailer um, i was like oh this movie's gonna make feedback. me cry at the end but um, I did, and you know what it did make me cry a couple times but it's in a good way it's moving and it's happy and they get their happy thing and just thank you for listening and it's just we'll, so nice. we'll be back with a, another episode in um a couple of weeks and, um, you know, the Oscars are coming up. Enjoy the, or maybe they already happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy those. <laughs> uh, and um, good to us all. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye.
And me, Deborah Duncan, on Twitter and Deborah D. Bag on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But good luck to all. Bye. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.